You're listening to Cross the Line 1524, the common man's podcast. But I came here for just one drink. It's Cross the Line 1524. Join us at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy with a glass of bourbon, table 12, as the guys sit around and discuss distilleries, common day events, or whatever comes to the bar top. That's right. Cross the line, 1524. Well, we're on the road again. This time we're in our hometown of Brookville, Indiana, at Brookville on Tap, the Beer and Bourbon Festival. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. It is a live event, so there's a lot of background noise, a lot of people having a great time. Bear through it. We've got some great interviews. So welcome to Cross the Line 1524. As you can tell, we are on the road again, and we're back in our hometown on the road. We're at Brookville on tap, the Beer and Bourbon Festival. And I think this year we have as many bourbons and distilled products as we have beer. If not more. If not more. So I'm Alan Stanger with... Dwayne Bishop. Mike Gardner. Scotty Bourbon. Jeff Montag. And we got our special guest from Distillery 64. Brett Schlegel. So Brett... We're getting some products poured in front of us. So first of all, tell us about your distillery a little bit, where you're located, and what you do. Sure, yeah. Uh, we're Distillery 64. We're out of New Albany, Indiana. Uh, we're located at 800 East 8th Street. Uh, we're in the old uh, Robinson Nugent building. It's now called the Anchor Building. Uh, but it used to be a Samtech factory at one point in time of the day. I think they made cabinets or something like that. Um, and. Our place is a, it's a little speakeasy if you're coming to visit the tasting room. Uh, so when you walk in, you're going to feel like you're in the totally wrong spot. There's going to be some office spaces around you. Just follow the arrows. And those will point you to a, a typewriter with some instructions and a telephone. Uh, you follow those instructions and we'll buzz you right in. That's cool. Yeah, cool. That's what a speakeasy is all about. That sounds like a road trip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely. So we, we have a password to get in our speakeasy. We can't tell you what it is over yeah. here. So we got to look for the pink flamingos to find ours. We update our passwords every week. Uh, so if you're interested in coming down, check out our uh, our Facebook or our Instagram. Both of them are at Distillery64. So check our, our posts, and we'll give you the password for the weekend. Awesome. Oh, right, cool. Okay, guys, road trip. Right, yes, sure. let's go. So we, talk, need that, we need that bus. Yeah. <laughs> We've been looking. We just uh, haven't found that one yet. So what do we have in front of us here? tasting-wise? Uh, so the first one here is our oaked rum. Uh, it's a rum that we finish on toasted oak chips, so it drinks like a whiskey. Uh, really good in like an old-fashioned or like a Manhattan, any whiskey for a cocktail it's gonna do real well. In. Oh, that's smooth. It is. Got a nice nose to it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, very good. Nice oaky. You definitely got oh, it smells oaky wonderful. What got you started in the distillery business? Uh, so, brewed beer for uh, many years. Um, did that probably for the longest part of my alcohol adventure so far. Uh, and then got into making mead, uh, doing wine, making champagne, and then kind of the next step from there was like, well, I'm kind of topping out on all the legal stuff. Uh, <laughs> let's see what we can do in the, uh, the other realm. So. Um, Kind of went forward with it and then end up meeting the, the original owner of Distillery 64. Um, he opened the place. It was open to the public uh, May 2021. Uh, I hooked up with him kind of late 2020, 
two, that about right? Yeah. Um, and uh, I was looking for more industry experience. Uh, I sent out a bunch of cold emails to uh, live down in Louisville, in that area. So there's, you know, a plethora of distilleries. Uh, he was the only guy who ever uh, messaged back, and he was super generous with his time and his knowledge. Had me come in, to, took me through everything that he does and how his business operates. Uh, long story short, came good friends. So we became regulars of the, the speakeasy, and uh, he ended up getting a promotion at his day job. And uh, his kids are growing up and are starting to get into more activities in school. And he just didn't really have the time to devote to the distillery anymore. So that was, uh, you know, how often does a distillery come up for sale? Um, exactly. He, he gave us a message, offered it to us first, and we thought we'd be silly if we didn't give it a go. Well, that's cool. So what's your second product that we just got put in front of us? So the second one you have there, <coughs> that's our smoking rye. Yeah. Smell it. You can smell, nose the smoke. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's a, a rye moonshine that we make, and we finished that on heavily charred oak chips. So we to or char the oak chips ourselves with a big old propane torch, uh, and then we steep them kind of like a, a big old tea bag, and that's what gives it that campfire flavor at the end. Nice. How long is it steeped with the oak? Um, about 24 to 48 hours, depending. Definitely got the smoky. It's got the smoky. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's good. I like it. It is very good. Yeah, this would good. Go, go with the, blah, go good with the sap bucket smoked ribs. That yeah, would. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe I need to modify my barbecue sauce a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This would be good. Nice. Nice. So how many barrels are you doing? The still, the still so, <clears throat> current. So we've got a single 55-gallon uh, still, and we have two... Uh, 55 gallon fermenters. So we're pretty tight on space. Our actual whole facility, including the tasting room, is about 700 square feet or so. Yeah. Uh, so we're always kind of like doing the shuffle, right? Right. Like got something in the fermentation tank, something's already in the still getting ready to go, and just kind of routinely moving things around. So. What size barrels are you using? Are you using 53s or are you using smaller barrels? We got 15 gallon barrels 15? Uh, that we have in the shop. Uh, we're intending to get into the bourbon business a little bit. Being down near New Albany, kind of everybody expects it when they walk in sure, looking sure. for a bourbon. Um, so we actually, we've got our grain bill figured out. Uh, we got our, our first barrels in a couple weeks ago, um, but we have yet to make the mash. So we got to gotta get that far apart before we can actually have yep. bourbon, right? So, baby baby yeah. steps. One step, right. <laughs> One step at a time. One step at a time. So what, what else is, I mean, is there other, at your uh, taste room and stuff, is there anything else going on there? I mean, food? music yeah stuff like that yeah so uh we got a little bit i've got a small menu it's like bar bites kind of thing so right. like uh pretzel and beer cheese charcuterie board uh you know chips and uh cheese dip that kind of stuff um we do events pretty regularly so if you check out like our website just more our social media uh we do like tarot event readings um we do canvas and cocktails so kind of like a wine and sit but with liquor nice. instead uh, you know things like that. So yeah, right. we're always kind of up to something or working on something. Um, yeah, we're uh, working on a, trying to put together like a Mario Kart 64 gaming league there. So, cool. Yeah. So you got to take three got shots to... before you play the game. <laughs> yeah, one free cocktail night with, yeah. the, with the What I really see is you're you're trying to market to the younger generation that's coming into the spirit world. So. A little bit, yeah. Kind of trying to hit a bunch, a bunch of different right. demographics right. that are down right. where we're at that we don't usually see coming through the barn. So. So you've brought us these two products. Are there anything else? 
Yeah, we have a gin here with us today. That's our original gin. Um, All our listeners know that there's no gin allowed when Mike. Wait, 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 wait a minute. There was two gins sitting here and they're gone. They're gone. Well, I see. No, they're gone. Oh, okay. She took one for the team. She took one for the team. Yeah, that's the help share. The angels. That was the angel share. I see. So I'm noticing on your bottle the graphics. Yeah. Um, so that's some that's some cool graphics you got on the bottle. Thank so you. Tell, Thank you. So tell much. us about that a little bit. Uh, so the the brand that we inherited was good and it fit the space the space well. Uh, but they were they were simple and we were kind of looking to take it a little bit of a different direction art wise. Uh, my day job I do a lot of graphic design. So um, kind of wanted to showcase a little bit of that part yeah. of me cool. on the labels. Uh, so that's kind of where that came from, kind of a, an Art Nouveau a little bit, a um, yeah, little bit of a vibe to it. Yeah, the rum's got a little bit of the pirate uh, yeah. thing going on, and then uh, the other one, uh, more of a woodsman, I think, kind of, kind of yeah. flair. Are these right. modeled after real people? No. Or, no, just me. That's him. I don't know. This one yeah, here. That's what I, 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 I see. A, there I see a resemblance. <laughs> and he's a pirate hat instead of the cowboy hat. Yeah. He'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, but yeah, we got the, our original gin over there um, for sampling today. That's uh, the gin that's probably lighter compared to most. Um, so it definitely, I believe, classifies as London Dry, but you're, it's really toned down. So it's even people that we, we have come across us that don't like the gin that they're used to getting find ours pretty, pretty all right. Um, but we've got a number of other spirits at our place. We do a vodka. Uh, we do a silver rum. Uh, we have a new gin that we just came out with that we're calling Soul Skin. It's a citrus forward. Uh, so you get the juniper kind of up front, but it's really heavy on the um, orange peel and lemon peel. And then it finishes on rose petals through the nose. Um, compared to our original gin, it has about five times more botanicals in the, okay. in the distillation. Um, yeah, also, um, we... Uh, like all good men, there's got to be a woman to That's keep you right. straight. A better woman behind yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what our listeners don't see is he's getting some directions here. His lovely assistant. <laughs> yeah, my, wife, my wife Julie here with the good cues. Um, so we also just entered our spirits into the uh, Indiana State Fair Wine and Spirits competition. Uh, we entered four of them. We entered our uh, Soul Skin, our Oak Rum, our Smoking Rye, and our Original Gin. Um, the original gin took bronze in its category, and the rest took silver in its nice. category. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, and then now our, our Soul Skin gin also took a bronze medal in the Finger Lakes International uh, Wine and Spirits Competition in New York as well. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. That's awesome. So we're here at the Brookville on tap. So have you guys been doing other uh, Indiana on tap yeah. events? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the past three weeks, we've kind of been a a little bit uh, just doing our own thing at the distillery uh, but before that's kind of been every weekend and I think until October it's pretty much every weekend with Indiana on tap. Yeah. So so you got some more Indiana on tap coming up. White's, White's Town next weekend I believe and we're going to be at the uh, Hops and Coaster Drops and Monticello um, and then all the other ones I think. <laughs> Wherever she tells him to go I think is where he's going. <laughs> So what's your plan on distribution? Are you going to get try to get bigger so you can distribute? Um, so with our artisan distillers permit, we can um, self-distribute up to a right. thousand gallons a year. Um, 
We've, we're pursuing more of our local restaurants. New Albany is big on working local. Um, so we're kind of trying to be a part of that as well. Um, so pursuing the restaurants and then eventually here I think we're going to start pursuing our local liquor, liquor stores and uh, see how that goes and then hopefully uh, one of these days we can expand and, and be pumping out liquor a little bit uh, more often than we are now with a bigger setup. Well, I think you're, you know, you're getting getting your, your recipes down, getting yeah. your distilling process down, and it just goes forward from there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think the worst thing would be to try to go too big too fast until your product is ready, and releasing something that's good but not real good yet, yeah. and then you turn people off because the market is getting so flooded with stuff. You know, with product that you've got to have something that stands out, and I mean, these are both really good. Yeah, Thank you. Both, yeah, they both stand out. Yeah, in my opinion. Thank you so much. Yeah, I appreciate that. Good deal. Anything else you want our listeners to know? I think we about covered the gambit. Yeah, um, and we it, we will uh, put down your website and all that when the podcast sure. comes out. Uh, so where, where can people reach you again? So you can find us on Distillery64.com. Uh, that will have our our email address and our phone number on there. We're at uh, 800 East 8th Street in New Albany, Indiana. We're just across the river from uh, Louisville, Kentucky. So if you're going down for the Bourbon Trail, uh, it's going to be a lot cheaper to stay on the Indiana side, and you'll get started with uh, Distillery 64. Well, it's better, too, because you're still in Indiana. That's right. (laughs) I I sometimes work in Louisville. I'm definitely going to be stopping by. There you go. Awesome. I'd be happy to have you. Scotty will be picking up that password. (laughs) Just so you know, there's a reason he's called Scotty (laughs) Bourbon. All right, good deal. Well, thank you for joining us, uh, Brett. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, guys. Thank you. For Cross the Line 1524, I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff, Mike Gerger, Scotty Bourbon, Jeff Montag, and our special guest, Brett Schlegel, and his angel helper, and his angel share, Julie Musial. We'll see you all (laughs) next time. Batesville Liquor Co., located at 315 Shopping Village in downtown Batesville, Indiana, your place for all your cocktail needs. Whether it's beer, wine, spirits, they've got it. They've got your tequilas, they've got your vodkas, they've got your gins, and of course, your bourbons. In fact, they do barrel picks. These are single barrels that have been hand-selected by folks at Batesville Liquor Code just for you. Not sure which spirit you want to try? Maybe you want to go to one of their tastings. That's right. They have a tasting area right there in Batesville Liquor Co. where you can try some of the new and upcoming spirits, new and upcoming bourbons, tequilas. They do it right there in the store. You want to find out when those are? Very simple. Go to their Facebook page, Batesville Liquor Co. They list any tastings they're doing. Uh, Normally there's a couple a week. Stop in, say hi, do a tasting. Maybe you'll find a new cocktail that you're interested in. You know, they've got it all there. You've got RTDs. Do you know what RTDs are? That's the newest fad in cocktails. It's ready-to-drink cocktails already pre-mixed in a can. Pretty simple. It's getting ready to be boat season. You buy an RTD, you put it in a cooler on ice, and you've got it right there on the water with you. That's right. Go check them out. Batesville Liquor Co. located at 315 Shopping Village in Batesville, Indiana, or Tebby Liquors located on Main Street in Brookville, Indiana. As always, tell them the Cross the Line 1524 crew sent you. Gilman's Home Centers. With 14 locations and growing. You know what? It's the party time of the year. That's right. You might need some party rentals and they've got them. They've got bouncy houses, tents, even slushy machines for those 
adult party-friendly drinks. You know what? Things are heating up, which means you need to start thinking about watering options for your lawn and garden. They've got it. And you know what? It may be too hot for you. They've got plenty of air conditioning units and fans just for you. Gilman Home Centers, with 14 locations in Indiana and Ohio. You know what? It's time for a day trip. That's right, a day trip to historic Metamora, Indiana, where you can visit the Sap Bucket, a general store, gift shop, and snack bar located on Main Street in beautiful, historic Metamora, Indiana. Check out the only operational wooden aqueduct in the United States, a water-powered grist mill, and many antique shops, craft vendors, food shops. It's a great place to visit. Hop in your car, take a day trip. That's right. You can check out more information about The Sap Bucket at thesapbucket.com or Metamore Indiana at metamoreindiana.com. Hope to see you soon. All right, so we're back here at Brookville on Tap, the Beer and Bourbon Festival in Brookville, Indiana. And, you know, as luck would have it, we've got somebody here from the Brookville Brewing Company. Tell us about yourself. Yeah, so the uh, Brookville Brewing Company is uh, actually a homebrew uh, place that I, I run with my wife. Uh, so we just brew beer, uh, beer that we like. Uh, thought it'd be fun to let other people try our beer. So we've been coming to this festival since uh, it started three years ago. Nice, nice. So what type of beer do you have? Uh Today I brought a blueberry sour beer. I brought a Kolsch-style beer and a uh, New England IPA. Nice. Might have to go sample a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah. That sounds good. We need our yeah. sampling cups. We need to make our way over there. So, what got you started into brewing? Uh, my wife got me a, a little homebrew kit about six or seven years ago, and uh, it was like a grapefruit wheat ale or something like that. A little one-gallon kit, and then uh, since then I had the bug and just been brewing ever since. Nice. So does she regret giving you that gift? Or? I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> probably at times, yes. <laughs> Good deal. So any thoughts of expanding beyond just the home brewing business? Um, just little thoughts here and there, but nothing nothing real. Major? No. I mean, there's a couple other breweries in Franklin County that expanded. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, Creek Bottom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Good deal. Good deal. So any thoughts on different flavors you're working on in the future? Uh, so I have a, a brown brown ale that I'll be working on uh, and I'll actually have that at the neck or at the hops and coaster drops event uh, also put on by Indiana on tap and I'll have a uh, some sort of wheat ale I'm not sure if I'm gonna go like a Hefeweizen or something else but something wheat based. So how many events do you do a year? Uh, only this one actually. Okay. Yeah, and then this is this will be my first year at Hops and Coaster Drops. Cool. Cool. So you're uh, you're a Brookville native. Yeah. Franklin County native. Yep. Live right here in town. Uh, so if you guys are ever in town and see me out there in the garage, just stop by. Yeah. Grab a pint. <laughs> we we won't put that. Yeah, we won't put that. <laughs> you have people lined up. <laughs> Good deal. Good deal. So, do you have a Facebook page or anything for Brookville? Uh, there's a Facebook page, an Instagram account, all Brookville Brewing Co. Uh, you'll find that even on, on Tapped. Uh, so, uh, 
all those places. Nice. So none of yours, you're not distributing or anything yet. It's all just yeah, all just just your homebrew. Homebrew, yep. Yeah. So these your recipes, your uh, grain mix. And, yeah, everything uh, is mine. Malt, do you make the malt? Uh, so I just I buy the malt and the hops and everything. But yeah, I like yeah. the the recipes are your, mine. Your creation. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. It's only something I've been interested in, but just never jumped. But I like I need one more project to do. <laughs> I've done the, the homebrew at home. Those kits are they're fun. fairly easy yeah. to do. Yeah, I mean, they, they teach you everything right there. I've nice. done some home stuff, but it's not brewing. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, a lot of these, uh, a lot of these small distillers here now. That's where they started, right? Yeah. So you might, might. Uh, yeah, one day maybe. Yeah. yeah there you go. Yeah. Good deal. Maybe something else down the road. Absolutely. Absolutely. Then he might be too big to talk to us little guys. <laughs> Never forget the small guy. <laughs> well, good and deal. You got, you got some nice t-shirts I see there. So yeah, we got those, blue ones uh, in, green those, ones. Uh, gettable online? Uh, you can buy them today here uh, and not online yet. But okay. Maybe soon. Right. Good. I'll good definitely deal. be over there in a little bit. Awesome. Yep. You guys got anything else? I don't think so. I don't so, so for Cross the Line 1524, I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff, Larry Gardner, Scotty Bourbon, Jeff Montag, and our special guest from Brookfield Brewing, Michael Taylor. We'll see you next time. Well, if you're looking to learn more about the bourbon country in probably the most unorthodox way you've ever heard it, you need to listen to Two Shots on a Barrel podcast. You can join the Bow Brothers, a couple of longtime goofy radio DJs from Kentucky, and learn more about what makes the heart of bourbon country so famous. You can listen to the Bow Brothers as they look to interview experts in the bourbon industry and other things that are truly unique to Central Kentucky, like wineries, craft breweries, caves, kayaking, you name it. It's Two Shots on a Barrel podcast with the Bow Brothers. You can find it on all of the major podcast platforms. Two shots on a barrel. You can learn more about Kentucky only the way the Bow Brothers can bring it on Two Shots on a Barrel podcast. So here we're here at Brookville on Tap, and we got another special guest. He's not a brewer. He's not a distiller. More importantly, if you want a good cold drink during the week, on the weekends, and on Sundays, good and a good hilltop restaurant in Brookville, Indiana. So we got the owner here. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. So, talk to us a little bit about Hilltop and introduce yourself since yeah, obviously. yeah. Uh, Brandon Ball. I took over there in September of '21. Uh, I was previously Crazy Dogs, and a lot of people still remember it as the old shack. I'm sure most of you gentlemen remember yeah, the shack. Yeah. Were you trying to say we're old? Um, I, I remember the shack too. Not, <laughs> not a shot at you, just in general. Uh, so, so yeah, I took over in '21. And, and, you know, our, our kind of motto is there's a big difference between a bar that serves food and, and a restaurant that serves alcohol. So we've kind of, div, you know, dove more into the restaurant side of things, um, but still carry, uh, obviously, a full line, uh, full bar, a lot of different beers. Um, so a, a fair variety, especially in, you know, a small town Brookfield. So. Most importantly, yes. they carry Yellowstone bourbon. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's Thanks to you gentlemen, actually. <laughs> Is the mark of a good place to stop in? Is any place that's got Yellowstone that's, bourbon? That's yeah. our first question when that's, we stop somewhere yeah. when we're traveling. Anywhere. Yeah. So you've really, the last year, I would say, you've really done, you know, you're, you're converting. Enhanced. Enhanced and converted. 
your patio is amazing now. Yes. Yeah, uh, so we, uh, we've, we've put a lot of time and effort into the patio specifically. Um, you know, trying to make, obviously I'm, I'm from Brookville, so uh, I want to create a space in Brookville that people like to hang out and people want to want to spend time. And instead of leaving to go to different communities, uh, how do we get people to stay and, and spend their money locally? So trying to create that space that, um, you know, that I would want to hang out and that you gentlemen would want to hang out. You know, that's, that's important to us. So... Uh, spending some some extra effort and some extra money on the patio has uh, has really helped us. Um, you know, especially on on days like tonight when we have live music and things like that out there, it um, it makes a big difference in the community. Well, that's what I was going to say too. Is you've done you've had some great musical uh, events. There are people in there mm-hmm. um, outside. You exposed the front, got rid of that privacy fence, and kind of opened yep. that up to the street. And I think that's just phenomenal. I think it just helps. You know, when somebody comes driving through on a Friday evening and you've got music playing outside mm-hmm. and they can look over and yeah. see what's going on there, I think it's a great thing for the town of Brookville. Yeah, when uh, it had that big, tall privacy fence on it, which most people, even if you're from Brookville, you didn't even know that the patio existed. Right. Exactly. Um, so now you guys will drive by and you'll see, you know, if, if Alan's out there having a having a Yellowstone and, and you guys drive by and see him, maybe you want to swing in and have one. No, or maybe you don't, I don't know. But. You know, so, so that has, has helped us kind of open that up and make it more, um, make it more enjoyable. And, I mean, a, a little side benefit of that is someone like me I like to people watch so I can sit on the patio and, and have a drink and yeah. and watch the cars go by or watch you know the, the people walk down Main Street so well I, I um, think it helps. even makes the patio cooler it allows more air does airflow air comes air through and, and that kind of yep. stuff yeah, you get a nice little breeze between the buildings there I hate eating and and I'm right so there with you it's, uh, it's, it's nice that way so yeah and, and half of it's shaded half of it's not so like my my mother is um, the nicest lady ever, but is also uh, a freak when it comes to sitting in the sun. She wants to be hot and sit in the sun. I'm the opposite. So being able to have uh, kind of a mixture of, you know, it's Tuesday afternoon, it's kind of cool, you want to sit out in the sun, great. Or it's Sunday at one o'clock and the sun's beating down on you, I want to sit in the shade but still be outside. So it's, we've considered covering the whole thing, but we actually like the ability to have one or the other so but i want to say too the food there is phenomenal i mean we were there just the other other night and yeah and you guys do a great job yeah that's a that's a shout out to my kitchen uh, my kitchen staff in general because you guys don't want me in the kitchen I'll, I'll tell you that now that's something that uh, i rely heavily on my staff as far as kitchen goes and they they do me right that's that's for sure they they appreciate or i appreciate how how good they are and how dependable they are in there we got to give a shout out to your mom too. She was our server one night when we were outside. She did an excellent yep, job. Yep, yep. She does uh, every couple times a week or once a week, every now and then, especially in the summer. Uh, she'll come and just kind of help out. She enjoys. She's real personable, so yeah. she likes to do it. Uh, school teacher during the during the rest of the year, and then during the summer, she she helps out us. So it's nice. But. Good deal. Good deal. I know there are people coming in, and you're helping pour. So what distiller are you pouring for? That is a good question. <laughs> I um I was down at work. So it sounds yeah. Hotel Tango Distillery. Yeah. So there's uh looks like there's four different spirits here they've got today. Um, I was uh I was kind of a last minute fill in to to help out here, but uh, glad to be here and hopefully it's a it's a good turnout for everybody. Well, thanks for coming down and helping out. I mean this uh, this event every year for Brookville is also just kind of an awesome event. It is. We love coming down here and. 
Yeah, and, and I think it brings it, it brings a lot of new people to Brookville. And I mean, at the end of the day, that's the goal, right? I mean, for, for all of us as business owners and, and, you know, distilleries or breweries or restaurants or like third place here hosting this, you know, it brings a lot of people in general to the area. Um, a lot of camp, you know, it helps the campgrounds, it helps the hotel, it helps, you know, the bed and breakfast or the Airbnbs, it helps me. Um, so it's a great event and, you know, we all try to chip in and do our part to, you know, to do the best we can to make sure it's a success. So. Good deal. Well, we'll let you get back to work. Yeah. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. So for Cross the Line 1524, I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff, My Garden, Scotty Bourbon, Jeff Monta, <laughs> and our special guest, Brandon Ball. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Indiana on tap. The 2023 schedule is out, and you're going to want to mark your calendars. The first one kicks off on March 11th. It's a second annual Newcastle on tap for St. Patty's Day. The next one is May 6th, the 7th annual Savor Lebanon. Then May 20th, the third annual Tipton on Tap. Tipton, Indiana will be at the town square. The next one's June 24th in Anderson. It's the eighth annual Anderson on Tap. After that, we move to Rushville, Indiana for the annual Rushville Libations on July 29th. From there, we come back to our hometown in Brookville, Indiana for the third annual Brookville on Tap Beer and Bourbon Festival. We round things out on September 23rd. It's the 6th Annual Loggers in Lawrence Oktoberfest. These are all sponsored by Indiana on Tap. We'll have more information on each one of the events as they get closer. And guess what? Across the Line 1524 crew will be there. You can go check out the calendar events on indianaontap.com. Like I said, we'll be there and each week we'll talk a little bit more about the upcoming events. Indiana on Tap, craft distilleries, craft breweries, and local wineries. Go check them out. I'd like to take a moment and talk about a very special event coming to Metamore, Indiana. If you're into singer-songwriters, you're not going to want to miss Songwriters in the Round. That's right, four songwriters get together at the Metamora Opry Barn on Saturday, October 26th in the round to talk about their songs, talk about their history, and sing some good tunes for you. We've got Rick Garrett, Gabriel Harley, Steve Vandenwater, and Aaron Lip, all together for Songwriters in the Round. Once again, mark your calendars. It's Saturday, August 26th. The doors open at 6 p.m., the show starts at 6.30. You can get your tickets at Metamora Performing Arts. Their web address is metamorampa.org. Once again, it's Songwriters in the Round, a historic downtown Metamora. You're not going to want to miss it. Well, we're going to make this a two-parter. Brookville on Tap, the Beer and Bourbon Festival was such a great event. We have got so many interviews. We're going to split it up into two. Uh, that way, our buddy Tony Roberts won't have to circle around the block three or four times uh, to listen to the entire interview. Uh, it was a great event, great weather. We went from there to Metamore for the Columbia Street Music District second series of concerts. That was awesome. Uh, we'll have more information on the third series of concerts coming up in September from there. We'll see you all next time. Hey, no attention to the bottle. It's on the floor. 
Don't.